am Mika. And this is... Over oh, the Pillow. Okay, struggle. <laughs> um, well, today we're talking about Little Fires Everywhere. It's a new show on Hulu, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And what did you ladies think about it? I loved it. It's over, right? I think yeah. our season. Hopefully yeah. there's a season two, but I wouldn't be surprised if there was no season two. I, I agree. It. I, yeah. I loved it. Um, I don't feel like I need a season two. I feel like I had closure on the characters. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would, I would like to see what happens to... I forget the girl's name. Um, uh, Izzy? No, Izzy? Penny. Oh my, Pearl. Pearl. Izzy and both oh. Izzy and Pearl. I, I would like to see where their story goes. But I think I, I felt like it was it ended so well. Like I'm not. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm missing something. But it was it was a really good show. A season two would be forced. A season two would be like you know how. Sometimes you have a really good season one of a show, and you're like, "Wow, that was really done! Like that was done really well." And then season two was like, "Oh, more of the same stuff," and it's like, yeah. "No, yeah. not the same," you know. So, what do you guys think it was saying about um, motherhood? Mm. I think it's that is hard. <laughs> I guess like that it's just sometimes people um, make decisions that if all you heard was about the decisions that a mother makes, like you can say, oh, well, she's a selfish mom. But mm-hmm. I think like seeing the story um, and like the totality of like different perspectives, you're kind mm-hmm. of like, okay, I can see why you made a decision like that. And maybe it wasn't the best decision, but like it's the best decision that you thought you were making at the time. Um, I don't know. I think it just made me even look at like my mom differently um me too yeah i think it also plays into like mothering styles like i don't think there's Mm. a right or wrong way to be a mom or whatever right it all depends on your literally mothering style to your child because if you think about it Pearl was looking for a mom like Elena or whatever, right? Yeah. And is desperately needed a mom like Mia or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not like one is wrong and one is not. Even though I felt like Mia and Elena were wrong in certain aspects, but it was wrong in in that that's not right for that specific child. Like mm-hmm. you can't sit there and cart a, mm-hmm. a sixteen-year-old girl everywhere for your art and stuff like that. And she wants a little bit. Uh, stability she wants normalcy or whatever right she's not an artistic like you like in that traditional sense if you gave birth to an izzy okay that would have been like okay a okay with her she'd been right. all with it came up with yeah. came to you with her sexuality pro- um problems and all that you know mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i completely agree like i i just love how they show that there isn't a right or wrong way. Mm-hmm. And like they showed like everyone was like layered, you know, like it wasn't yeah. like good mom, bad mom. It was like everybody was yeah. like, and it shows that we're like mothers. And, and I think it, it actually um, reminded me of like situations that I go through with my mom. And it, I feel like it just showed that mothers are people, like parents are people too. Right. So it's like yeah, that they're part. going through their own stuff. Yeah, like they're going through their own stuff and you can't necessarily always just judge them all the time because of the fact that they're humans too. And, and you know, like going back to like, just thinking about how like God sees us, like we're all children of God, like no matter what age. So it's like, everybody's still growing. Everyone's still changing. Like it's not necessarily like, you can just um, think of your mom in, in one in that parent role because she's actually a child of God too. Ooh, so it's like you know, yes. yeah, that really. Both of the me. women. Oh God, sorry. No, I was done. Oh, but I'm saying like both of the women had unresolved problems that leaked into their motherhood style, and like yes. both were problems that could have been easily solved long time ago before they had kids. Like Elena specifically with her like um idea of like perfection and like how it like stopped her from being who she wanted to be like 
I think mm-hmm. that's kind of why they um, put that whole um, scene with Paris when she was like living her best life in Paris with her other man and stuff like that. That she was like in a crossroads at that point in her life. Should I stay mm-hmm. in Paris and like live a life uncharted with this man, or should I? follow the plan and go back home to where where, where are they from charter Ch- no um, shaker shaker heights yeah. yeah and then live this life that my mom planned out for me or whatever right so mm-hmm. i feel like elena has like complete control issues and you can see that that she never mm-hmm. dealt with that when she was in her early 20s or whenever that you know phase of her life was and like mm-hmm. mia I think, I don't know what Mia's specific issue is, but it definitely has to do with her mom. Like, her mom and, like, the rejection that she felt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not sure, but it's just, like, you can't be a... I don't, I'm not going to say you can't be a nomad, because she was a nomad, and she did it well. Like, I'm not going to say she was a bad mom, but it's, like... I don't know her inability to make roots. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what, like... Because Elena is obviously controlled. What would you say Mia's issue was? That's a a good point. I think, was me, I feel like Mia, she probably had issues of, because she's, I think she, she had self-acceptance. Like she accepted herself and was comfortable in her own skin. Mm. But I think that she, in a way, felt like she was doing something wrong. I think it was probably something because her parents didn't approve of her choices that she somehow felt like a failure. Although it felt like, I don't know. And, and yes. like, it felt like no, she I was comfortable going. with herself, but like she wasn't really. Yeah, no, because mm-hmm. she, like her daughter even said that. Like she was like, she, I feel like she even wears her poverty like a badge of honor or something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So like maybe she felt like um like you know those starving artists and stuff like that. It's like, oh, I have to sacrifice for my art and stuff like that. She like mm-hmm. made that so much part of her identity that it's like, are you rejecting success at this point? Like you have like a forty or four hundred thousand dollar um painting or like picture worth that or whatever and you refuse to feed your own child off of that for 16 yeah. years girl I would have been livid uh, uh, yeah I totally understood Pearl's anger and uh, her pain and her um like just rejecting her mom when she found out about that stuff because I think I would have reacted the same way yeah like, like literally in the beginning they're getting ready in a public bathroom like they're getting their brushing like we're getting ready in a public bathroom and you're telling me you have enough money to support this asian lady that you just met with her legal fees and like this whole time not even that you gonna sit there and chastise me over this dress this prom dress that this white girl bought me why couldn't you buy it you have mom obviously we have the money for it mom okay Mm -hmm. no all right these are my priorities yeah, and then she had the nerve to be looking at um that white family talking about oh mailing not her baby. That's not your baby either. You you say you're taking babies too. So where is the judgment coming from? I mean, that was I think in at the end she said something like to the effect of maybe she helped the Chinese lady because she felt like that was you know like if for example the court sided with. Um, Mei Ling's mom, birth mom, mm-hmm. that would have somehow justified her decisions in taking Pearl away from her father and her, the mom that was just, she was supposed to have. But like, why, why can't we be open with both cases? Like, why can't we have two moms? Why is it like, like, yeah. honestly, why is it such like a... Um, like, no, you're my kid. Like, like it's like, even both moms were insecure about losing their daughters to each other. Like, Izzy is, like, if I had a child, or whatever, right, and, you know, obviously I'm connecting with that child, but that child is connecting with somebody else. Okay, I get it. I understand why you would feel a little threatened by it. But mm-hmm. why can't that child have more than one mother figure? 
Why? <laughs> For what? Why can't Mei Ling have her 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 birth mother and yeah. her adoptive mother? That is not yeah. an outrageous, you know, give her the best concept. of the world. That like she would have the best of both worlds in that in, in that instance because obviously like her birth mom is not financially secure, but this mm. adoptive mom would afford her some opportunities that the birth mom would probably never be able to. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, and I guess that's, that brings the question of why do mothers in general feel possessive of their children? Like, why? Because they're not objects. And I think- Right. I don't know. I swear, the older that I'm getting, Oh, whatever, which I kind of wish we weren't recording this because, like, <laughs> the older I'm getting, I realize, like, I don't want love to be synonymous with possession. Like, it shouldn't have to be completely synonymous with possession. Like, yeah, I love you or whatever, but it shouldn't be like, oh, I only love you. That's it. It's like my, my fealty is to you and only you. I don't even know any other person that's around. Like, honestly, you you shouldn't be threatened by somebody else loving somebody that you love as well. Like, yeah. I feel like it's, now you're creating a community, you know? Like, it's, mm -hmm. there's no issue. Like, you're, no one's going to steal your spot of being a mom. And I feel like a lot of characters were defending their right to be the one and only mom in a person's life. And you, it doesn't have to be like that. That's mm. a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. And I don't know if it has to do with like our, or as women, I think women crave for um, stability and security. And I don't know if our, um, maybe that's a general woman, I don't know, like sexist comment to make, but I feel like generally women want stability and security. And it's like they, somebody else is a mother figure that kind of robs them of that. I don't know. Yeah. 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 There was that scene where Reese Witherspoon was talking about, um, like comparing loving your child to like a fruit. And like, I thought that was really deep. And she was like, it's like wanting the entire fruit and like, and like you, you just, we want to bite it, but all you can really get is just the sense of it. And like, I don't, I don't have kids, <laughs> so I don't, I don't know how that love is, but maybe it's a type of love that, you know, you just feel that connection where you just want to be that only one. I don't know how that is. And maybe that's, you know, maybe I'll experience yeah. that as a mom, but, um, but yeah, she really explained it really well in that scene about like it being a fruit and you just want to bite it, but all you can ever do is just smell it. And so I guess, you know, it's, it's a bond. I guess we'll we'll see when we um become parents. Sooner than for me than you guys. <laughs> I she's making her own person, guys. Very DIY. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In the <laughs> oven as we speak. <laughs> so what about the um the court case? Like what did you guys feel about that? Like did you feel like it should have went to the white adoptive family or um you know stayed with uh, the mom? First of all, I also read the book and like when I was reading the court case, I don't know why they truncated it so much in the series cuz when I tell you Mr. Lin came to read, like he came with points, like legit. And like even the doll thing, like um when we were we when I was I'm like I was a character in the court. But like when when um as a reader, when you were reading the court scenes or whatever, right, and he made mention of the doll and, like, um, how mm. he wanted to find an Asian doll for his own daughter or whatever, right, and how, like, hard it is to find um, an ethnically representative doll or whatever, right, and she was like, oh, you know, I just got, like, you know, like, an original doll, like, whatever, da 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 You mean a white doll, sis. White is not the original. Like, two mates, mm. white the 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 normal or like that is like an idea of white supremacy like like this is the standard and everything else is marginalized like literally just like that idea in itself is like white supremacy yeah. because it's like you're making people who don't fit that feel like other so 
you don't even understand how oppressive that is to have a child grow up surrounded by faces that don't look like her. That alone makes you feel other. Mm -hmm. And the fact that they try to change her name, like, the baby's name is Mei Ling. Like, yeah, what's up yeah. with this? Like, what's, not right, what's, what's not good enough for Mei Ling? Because it's other? It doesn't, like, what's mm-hmm. That's a very, very good point. That's a very good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, know. they talk about... Go ahead. Oh, go ahead, Nika. No, go ahead. Oh, um, no, I mean, I just feel like they really... Um, <laughs> sorry it's zoom so it's like awkward like pauses and stuff um but yeah no I felt like they really touched on race really well in this show like even like the black and white issues and and um just like immigrant issues as well like there was like a scene where um like the father goes like people like Mei Ling never win and I was like, that is so true when it comes to the legal system. Like, I feel like if you don't have status or money, they can care less about what you got to talk about. So they really touched a lot on that. And I, I, I appreciated it in the show. Yeah, I agree. I mean, one thing that I loved is the fact that, like, they got the 90s right, I feel like, in the yeah. show. It's like, every they were out either. Yes, like when they were outside, I'd be like, okay, let me see if I see a new car around. <laughs> and it's like, mm-hmm. I think even the cars in the street were like 90s cars and the, the mm-hmm. like the things that the kids wore were, were 90s stuff. So I, I, I appreciated that side of the show too. I thought it was really well done. It was. And it wasn't like gimmicky either. It wasn't like Zach Morris, like, you know, like it wasn't like oh yeah. God, you know. Yeah. It wasn't too forced. Yeah. All right. So how did you guys feel when Mailing took a oh, spoiler alert, I guess. But how when Mailing took the baby? Oh, um, I honestly side note, I love spoilers. Like I love I always love talking in depth about a piece and I hate when I'm like listening to a podcast or watching a show and they're like oh no 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 that's spoilers let's not talk about it no let's talk about it so when she took that when she took that baby I was all about it matter of fact sometimes you gotta take you gotta take what somebody wants to take from you like that is a person that you made and the court system is not always right it's It's really not and you're not gonna let like the courts take your baby i made this my i made this baby myself what y'all talking about like (laughs) you know the part of it that i agree that i love that she took her daughter and ran with her but also i felt felt for the the adoptive mom and dad because no i did she heard her baby cry and she was gonna get up to check on the baby and the husband was like, just relax, honey. Like, I, like he is going to carry a lot of guilt for that. I'm not going to let him live. Oh, yeah. remember when Remember when you told me to lay back down? And I wanted to check. Oh, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> you better go check out that trash. Like, any little argument. <laughs> we lost the baby, Herbert. We lost the baby. <laughs> always, always, always talking about stuff. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I, I just, I'm like, that man is living with, like, a lot of guilt. That's one. And then two, the, the I just mom. want to be relaxed. <laughs> yeah, and I think the mom, too, like, I feel like, also because they also chronicled, like, the fact that she had so much trouble trying on her own, and she's had so many miscarriages. Um. And this seems like, and like a gift from God that she found this baby. They just happened to find a baby in a fire station. And it was like just the right time that they needed some hope of, of having a kid. And like now here comes this baby. So I don't, I don't know. I felt bad for both parties. Um, but I think ultimately it's like, I wonder if um, the birth mom will be able to provide a stable life for this child like what kind of life she is she going to have in the book at least in the book she figured out a way to get back to china oh. and linda or whatever right she finally got a chance to adopt a white child with consent of the teenage mom i 
actually i'm not sure i have to re reread the back but like she got consent of the person who was um gave the child up whatever and she was like oh she held the baby and she was like this baby is mine no one else is gonna take this baby uh uh you know I was like, Good you, so the when you brought that up it reminded me of the abortion what did you guys think? Oh, uh, Lexi? Yes. The fact that I she went it. and got an abortion and put Pearl's name down mm. and didn't put her her own name. Like, she used Pearl's name as if, like, like, what did you guys think about that? Lexi, Lexi, Lexi. Like, she, to me, and, and I did like the fact that she actually opened up at the end when she talked about all these standards that she has to meet to be perfect. But she was just so selfish when it came to so many things. Like, all she cared about was herself and making sure that she looks good. Mm -hmm. And even when she said, oh, um, I had to put your name down because if my name was down, it would mean something. Like, what's that supposed to mean? Like, oh, my God. And even when she stole uh, Pearl's story to um, get into Yale, I feel like <laughs> I'm just saying that in general. Oh. They, they, like, love to steal other people's <laughs> stories, other people's culture, other people's styles, and never give props to where it came from and then capitalize on it like they have no problem doing that and it's just like I don't even mind if you would like you know um admire my style or whatever the case is but at least say where it comes from like don't yeah. be talking about oh you invented the bantu knots well, you ain't doing, would black women been doing that how long like stop it so it just reminded me with Lexi's character what she did what what happens today that happens all the time and um, Lexi was just all the way messed up for that. And I felt like, you know, Pearl realized that when that whole abortion thing happened. And her mom was like, mm, yep, yep, I told you. But, but yeah. Yeah, and I mean, even the fact that, you know, she dated a Black guy, which was like, okay, you're dating a Black guy. But I felt, I feel, I feel like she sort of wore that as like, Oh, I'm a white girl from a certain type of family and I you know I'm dating a black guy like I don't know I feel like she she carried that as a badge of honor sort, sort of rather than really like this is the man I choose to be with type of I don't know I, I didn't I didn't like the relationship dynamic Okay, so with Lexi, I feel like um, during the show is a is a really learned like a, a learning process for her because obviously she's seventeen or eighteen or whatever how old is she is or whatever. Right? She's coming across a lot of issues that honestly you have to learn to you you honestly you have to learn certain things like through experience, yeah. Yeah, you have to you have to learn empathy for other people. You have to learn that you're not like the um the center of the universe or whatever. And that's just that's not just for her, that's for most people. Like when you're at a certain age, you have to realize there are other people. She's just in a place of privilege where the world teaches her that there is nobody else but you, perfect little white girl, like this, you know, like whatever. You know, so she's in a society that kinda um uh, enforces like this narcissistic attitude that most white people grow up like they, they most white people have like this sense of entitlement where it's just like other people other lives other ethnicities and cult what what they matter or whatever right? so it's like they, they put the, themselves in a bubble where it's not necessarily racism or whatever like I wouldn't say Lexi's racist but it's like a, a faction of like microaggression that makes other people who don't fit your mold feel uncomfortable like her boyfriend doesn't come to her house because you and your white family make me uncomfortable like yeah, yeah you're not racist and yeah I love you or whatever right but there's a faction of you that makes me feel so like I don't belong here like you know 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it makes me uncomfortable. Like, I don't think Lexi's racist. Like, and yeah, maybe she does, like, accessorize people, like how Moody says. Moody was like, yo, you know, she only keep you around because you her little black friend, right? Like, like, yeah. And a lot of teenagers do that. Not necessarily with race, but with, like, you know, oh, I got my funny friend or, oh, I got my lit friend. And blah, blah, blah. A lot of people do accessorize friends. Like, you're, you're in a very, like, vapid stage in your life. So, like, I don't even a hundred percent fault her for that but it's like she might accessorize her black friends as like personality traits oh i'm not racist i have a black boyfriend like you said mika like i have a black boyfriend and i have a little black friend look how diverse i am you know yeah but you still say racial things like even i think when that scene when they were like picking up food and she's like oh that's when they don't go to college Mm -hmm. Like, what do you mean? What are you talking about? And, like, how do you guys feel about the whole, like, oh, um, I, I don't see color comment? Because, like, when she was arguing with her boyfriend, you know, when they were breaking up or whatever, she's like, I never really thought about your race. I don't see color. Like, what do you guys feel about that? I mean, I think that's the remnant of, like, what her mother taught, taught her. Like, because mm-hmm. I think that's the language that her mom speaks, although it's not necessarily true. And I don't know that I would say that Elena is even a racist herself. I don't think that she is. No, she is. She says a lot of racially charged things. Yeah. Like when she found that um, Shorty was smoking in the, the crib or whatever, she was like, oh, like, just because your mom's not a crack whore. Who's a crack whore? Or like <laughs> when she said something about Jesse Jackson, she was like, Jesse Jackson says that, so that means we can you can use African American. What one black person represents all black people? Like what yeah. are you talking about? Yeah, and I think also like um she she constantly that's a good point. I didn't think about that. Because the um Lexi's boyfriend said that one of the things that made him uncomfortable is every time he would come over, the Ma- Elena would bring up how um, her grand, her mother or grandmother like helped to um, integrate Shaker Heights. And it's yeah. like, why is that a point to make? And why is that something that you feel like you have to highlight just because there's a black person in the room? And yeah. I think that also like, in the fact or the way that we see that um, Lexi was accessorizing her boyfriend, maybe that's the same thing that um, Elena did by offering Oh, go off. Go off. Charles, Charles, I forget her name. Mia. Mm. Harry Washington's character. Like, why did you open up your your home to rent to her when you looked at her as a Black homeless woman? And that was also just to say, well, you know, Elena's a kind person and she opened up her home to a single Black woman who, you know, may not be able to be rent. off for that day. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Carrie, you don't realize that I'm not Carrie Mia's character. Carrie's Mia. character, Mia, or whatever. Right? She's not a charity case. I'm an artist. That's who I am. Or whatever. Right? I have like I'm in the times, and you will never be like I'm an artist. I'm not your maid. Like I don't. I do my best art in the morning. I can't come and do your dishes, ma. Like I, that's not who I am. Mm-hmm. You sitting there forcing me to be a maid? Why? Because I'm black and I'm poor. You think I'm a good maid? I am not. Okay. Right. <laughs> I, I'm I not forgot about the maid, the maid fact. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's definitely racist. I think that bad. <laughs> <laughs> but again, I don't think there are, um, when white people hear racism, they think of the Klan, they think of like the Nazi, and it's not necessarily that. It's when you feel like me and my natural state isn't good enough for you, tell me that's not some white supremacy. That's that's mm-hmm. some white supremacy. Like white is supreme. This is what you should um like strive for. This is what your your goal should be. If you don't look like us, if you don't sound like us, then that sounds like you know boohoo on you or whatever. Right? Like we are the goal. Like that inherently is racist because I can be black and successful at the same time, and I don't have to assimilate to white culture to be mm-hmm. successful or respected either. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I agree. It doesn't have to be like you calling me the N-word to be racism. Like yeah. you have literally said so many racial things and it's like your intent behind it. Like, why did you ask me to be your maid? Like, what were your intentions behind trying to help me? It's like literally trying to make yourself feel good when it, mm. when really it's just something that's racial and messed up. So, yeah. And they even um, touched on like um, the whole like mothering like a black child versus a white child like when um you know when and, uh, Pearl and Moody got caught in that truck or something like that and then they came home and it was like you could see the panic and the worry in Carrie um which is uh, Pearl's yeah. mom her and face she's probable too I love it she's such a good oh actor oh my gosh oh she's such a good actress mm-hmm. the emotion she does with her face but she was like Pearl get in the house and then like um you know Elena's like it's not a big deal he's like he's just security no it's not a big deal for you because you don't know what cops do to black children yeah my kid is gonna get a pass my kid isn't and she was like she was like thank you like the way she did she was like thank yeah you. <laughs> like they'll never get it because this is also also this is like set in the 90s this is way before the social media age where we hear hashtag Tamir Rice hashtag um Trayvon Martin where this is like mm-hmm. ubiquitous they are literally killing children on the spot and mm. George Zimmerman was a security officer too and he best believe he took a child out who's minding his business in a neighborhood in his father's neighborhood by the way it wasn't even like he was just roaming some random streets mm-hmm. like People criminalize not only your skin color, but they also criminalize like your culture. If you're playing hip hop music too loud, there's there's yeah. a case like Jordan Dunn. He literally was killed by a race uh, a racist person because he was playing hip hop too loud. Do you know? I can paint the scene right now, like a, a grumpy old white man, and he's hearing some like bo bo bo, and he he has this rage in him who think he thinks it's okay to cause violence to a little black child that's the mm-hmm. end we get no we get almost no justice because this is the society we live in that's mm-hmm. not the society um elena lives in because like you, police law enforcement our children are safe no police mm-hmm. law enforcement they're looking at black children like they're the problem they need to be policed right yeah mm-hmm. that's very well said i agree yeah Mm. So what did you think about um, the whole, like, you know how, like, they kind of had, like, moments of, like, Elena discussing her career and, like, having uh, Izzy and, like, kind of how, like, that impacted her being who she is or whatever like do you feel like that happens to women a lot in the sense of, like, having to choose family life versus your career? I loved that scene that they added in the show. This not in the book, or not really in the book, but they added the scene where it was more so her husband's decision. He was like three, mm-hmm. he was like four is exactly like three. Like, why are you tripping? I, I, she made the decision that, like she, no, I felt like Lexi made the decision that her mom was too afraid to do. Like, it, just cause you're pregnant doesn't necessarily mean you're ready for motherhood. Like, like, if you're, yeah. if you don't want a fourth kid, don't have a fourth kid. There is nothing wrong with terminating that pregnancy. You are not ready. Mm-hmm. You will not be a good mother to that child. And look, you are not a good mother to that child. <laughs> you are salty the entire time. <laughs> entire time. Entire time. Hmm. That's so true. Like, I, I think I felt for, I felt for um, Izzy because she from like when they show the throwback scenes from when she was little like her mom always looked at yeah. her like with remorse and with resentment like mm. and that's your yeah. own personal problem right and it's like that's another thing like she should have resolved that issue like if you if you decided okay i'm gonna go with what my husband wants then find a way to like still love that child despite your feelings or whatever, your emotions, don't bring that child into the world and then treat her like trash. And then she yeah. has a bunch of problems because of it. 
Um, and everybody realized that you, it's not in just like in Izzy's head. Everybody pees that you're really hard on Izzy. Everyone can tell it. Why can't you make changes and be like, oh, let me figure out my daughter. Is my daughter actually gay? Like maybe, you know, like what's, what's the problem? Yeah. Make an effort. Mm-hmm. Right. And it took like Izzy running away for her finally not to call her Isabel. Like finally at the ending, she's like, Izzy, like really it took you it took all of that to happen for you to realize mama had to lose her house she had to get pulled out of a burning house yeah yeah i I don't know like i think her whole um her whole life is just messed up and it's messed up because of her decisions like i think Mm. if you look at um nia's character some of her situation is because of her decisions too, but I think also it's like sometimes as a poor person or a black person, like the the choices that are laid out in front of you are not as fast as like you know somebody who's more privileged. And I think like when you look at um, Elena's choices, you're like that's a direct like you have direct consequences that I can connect. Like why? You, your life is the way it is now from the choices you made. Whereas Carrie Washington's, um, Mia's character, uh, I think Mia was like, some of the choices she made were hard because she didn't really have much of a, I guess like when she didn't, when she couldn't pay her for college, she could have gone back home, but then like she wouldn't finish school. And like, what kind of life would that have left her with? Did she have to become a surrogate mom? Like, did she have to rely to the dad and run away? Like, I don't know. I feel like her her choices were like far more limited than the choices that that um, Elena had. Yeah, I, I think I'm gonna read a little deep in that in in Mia because honestly, the whole we're secretly rich thing really hit a nerve. I don't know. It didn't, it didn't hit a nerve with me because it's like yeah, yeah. But it hurt. It hit a nerve. Because, like, I feel like that's so selfish. It's so selfish that you wouldn't, you would put me in this nomadic lifestyle. And, like, that that horrible story that she had of this girl who had so much. And then, like, she took, um, like, her little toy horses. And, like, yeah. that was the reason why they couldn't mm. love that anymore. Because it was that heartbreaking that she didn't have her own place. Like, the fact that you would keep that from your child because you want to be a, a struggling artist so bad. And you want to, like, like, live this life of poverty, I don't know, out of, like, rebellion or something? I don't know. Because you can make connections. You can swallow your pride and make connections with your mom, with your dad, with your Mm -hmm. big daddy, with a lot of people or whatever to give your child a better life. But you're, like, you're, like, like, you know, struggling through the, like, to what? To prove something to somebody? But and it's a little, it's a little selfish because it's not like me, like Pearl was okay with all of this. And she was like, no, she like missed out on a lot. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, I completely agree with you, Vicky. Like, it's funny. Like they're both selfish in different ways. Yeah. Like, it's like you know, Elena was selfish in the sense of like, she has these unrealistic standards that she puts on herself. Like she made all those decisions because she has to live that perfect life. She has to be this perfect person. And then she projects that on her kids yeah. and literally makes they all stressed out. crazy. They all bugged out at the end, you know, little fires everywhere, literally fire in the house. And then with the mom, like, like with um, Carrie Washington, like you just said, like she was super selfish for not thinking of like the best type of household for Pearl. Girl, so, you yeah. a good mother, honestly, and I've, I've never like really been a mom, but like a good mother really does swallow her pride. Do you know how many single moms that don't want to deal with their baby daddies, but they have to because yeah. I'm trying to like provide something good for my child? It, you have to swallow a lot when you mm-hmm. want to be a good mom and it's like you can't it can't just be mm-hmm. you know me and my baby after world da, da, da. that's not always good for the baby the baby doesn't like what does the baby mm-hmm. sign up for this life you know that's, that's, a good point. that's a good point and i think like huh, i think that with 
Mia's character, why do you think that she held on to that piece of, like that photo of when she was pregnant in the bathtub? Like, ooh, that, oh my God, I have a feeling about that. I think because it's like, she doesn't want to sell her love. The same way she doesn't want to sell Pearl, because like Pearl is like somebody that she loves. She's not going to give Pearl away for $10,000 or however you know much they were going to give her for her surrogacy. The same way she loved Colleen Smith or however that woman was called or whatever, mm-hmm. she has a problem selling things that she truly loves. Like she's an artist she creates, but when she has like a, a, a real connection with something, Girl, you have to sell it. It doesn't, it, it's okay. <laughs> Artists yeah. sell things. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Yeah, like even the, the spider one or whatever. They actually don't explain what happened to the spider one. Like that spider thing that she had on her mantelpiece yeah. that everybody was like intrigued with. Oh, that right? Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, that's beautiful. Like how much? She's like, it's not for sale. Why? <laughs> don't you want to pay bills? Why? Why is it not for sale? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Or she's like, I'm balling. Like, I don't really need to sell that. Like, yeah, well, what's wrong with you? Girl, I just right. bought this trash bag yesterday. Go get, get, yeah. I'll give you $20 for that. Right. Like, you picking out garbage, from, picking out furniture from the garbage. Like, mm-hmm. why? Why do you, do you think there was any meaning behind the fact that she, she liked to produce her art, like, by burning stuff? Like, she burned a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Like, why? Oh, I thought she just burned the picture of Elena's face. No? No, I think even the, the, the spider thing over um, her... I think it was made with ash, right? Yeah. Mm. That's a good point. And even when she did the, the shape... You know what she does in her work? Yeah. She repurposes a lot. I just realized that. Like, every almost a lot of the art that she creates is made with something else like it's repurposed like um there was another thing that she did it was popping it was like she took pictures and then she like messed the pictures up like made them like all like splotchy to yes. create something else yeah you remember that right mm-hmm. yeah it's like a, that's like the the reoccurring thing that i've noticed like she, even with the pictures that she lit on fire yeah everything is like repurposed yeah maybe mm-hmm. that's like indicative of something else i'm mm. Mm. Yeah. I did like the um her art piece at the end of the entire town. I thought that was pretty dope. Like the whole like it was all white and perfect, but it's like really is it perfect? Like white like what's really underneath it? And I remember there was actually an episode where um I think she was just shopping in the mall and she was listening to um the recording of like the Shaker Heights whatever and they talked about it being integrated and how they were the first town to be integrated and all this stuff but apparently a lot of white people started moving out once they saw the black people coming in so it was like are you guys really integrated and do you guys really care do you feel like um you know you were forced into this and you know it just happened where um i think the other thing that they mentioned was that they started paying people to stay in the town like the white people to stay in the town and it's like are you really integrated like is this like a really little perfect world it's not like there's so many underlying issues that nobody has dealt with there's so many underlying issues and i even um i found it interesting too how like remember when um uh bb mailing's mom was short for cash for mm. her baby milk it was the same amount of money that izzy was short when she was getting on the bus i think it was like 80 cents or something like that i don't remember that short, I, yeah yeah that and i'm episode. like what happened that was the name of the episode. So I mean, yo, Mika, do you have like a light or something? Cause you looking like a whole shower right now. I know. I should turn on my. I'm gonna turn it on. <laughs> Word, you looking real like ransom note right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I just found that interesting about. Um, now there's a glare, right? Oh yeah, now there's a glare. Uh, maybe it's better. Um, better. But it is, a, it is better. Trying to get better, yeah. Kind of hide the light. Okay. <laughs> nah, you're good. But, um, but yeah, that was, that was, what was I trying to say? Yeah, like, um, you know, there's all these underlying issues and these racial issues that, you know, are in the town and they want to project it as, um, perceive it as this whole little perfect little town. Um, I love, um, that conversation that Lexi and her black boyfriend, yo, that black boyfriend, 
low key woke as hell. Like I like him. Oh, he, he yes. with the fact. Yeah, like oh, but she gave away her baby, and he was like, "Well, actually, they had governmental um, <laughs> programs." Right. Yeah, I was like, "Go off, go off." Yeah, health services, maybe food stamps, something. Maybe it wouldn't be so hard for her to take care of the baby as a single mom, you know? Yeah. Right. And I just feel like it just really shed light on how we treat immigrants in this country. Like we treat immigrants like they are nothing. Like like not everybody immigrated from somewhere. Like how are you gonna sit here and tell her, oh some woman's come take the baby? No, that's her mom. And maybe uh. she didn't have the the uh, you know the funds or anything like that but we don't know her past what she was running away from from like and postpartum is actually a real thing like Shorty mm-hmm. was in the hospital it's not like she dropped the baby off and was like doo, doo. no she was incapable of taking care of her own child she was malnourished or whatever right she had no like i think they said they were like um she was passed out and she was like in a mental ward or something yeah mm-hmm. she did, she did yeah. That a favor by giving it up that is a selfish exactly. decision Exactly. And I was actually arguing with one of my friends about it. Cause she was like, Oh, um, what she was like, why would she just leave her baby like that? But I was like, that's the best she could do in the nineties. Like she's an illegal immigrant. Like, where do you want her to go? What do you want her to do? And, um, yeah like the whole point that the boyfriend had said like if we had certain systems in place to help them like we don't like even today we don't have systems in place to help immigrants but we have no issue coming up with a wall we have no problem spending money like i, I think we spent like over 5.7 million dollars on that wall no issue so don't tell me we don't got the funds or anything to help like immigrants get on their feet when they get here like it's it's bs so it's like it's just it's just sad that it's still the same way today <laughs> even though that was like taking place yeah. in the 90s um it's it's it still goes on today we just don't care or don't want to care and it's like Honestly, we have no problem doing a government shutdown none of that we'll, we'll do that just to build a wall Honestly, I really wish Mia, Carrie Washington's character, could get some therapy cuz when um she found out Elena offered um bb bb child ten thousand dollars for her baby it like triggered her she was like i was offered ten thousand dollars for my baby oh no yeah. <laughs> oh wow yeah yeah it was a battery it was the same amount like babies cost ten thousand dollars an asian and black baby apparently yeah right that's yeah i think that the show is so layered um mm-hmm. yeah Oh, yeah, and that was, like, Izzy's little project. Remember, she had, like, a project that she did in school and how, um, you know, she had the dolls and she priced the dolls and everything. And I feel where she was going with it, but, like, I was like, oh, the No, I loved it. I loved I her project, so. but it made such a good point because you can have a valid point, but it does matter who's saying the point. Mm-hmm. It really does. Like, you can have, like, there are certain times where... Um, like a white person will say legit facts like legit facts like oh you know um there was this asian man or whatever right who got arrested for something it's some crazy story if i find it i'll send it to you guys but like Mm -hmm. he got arrested and he wasn't he was denied a lawyer and like they were treating him super unfairly and stuff like that and he came to court with blackface on and everybody was like yo what are you doing he was like oh y'all want to treat me like a black person so here i am as a black person okay Okay, okay, okay. I see where he was going with that. I see where he was going with that because, like, the court system do treat Black people really unfairly. But, sir, sir, that is what... And it matters. It matters who says what because it's like Mm -hmm. certain messages can't be received well coming out of certain people like you can actually be speaking facts and like she made her little project and it was really well done and stuff like that and she was about to pat herself on the back and carrie was like uh where you got got me messed up at like i think where you were going but it's like it it honestly matters who who tells certain stories you know, like it's not everything's for you. Like when Lexi wanted to be included in the black club, she's like, but why can't I come? Not everything is for you. Not everything is like, you know, we don't always need a white savior. Okay. Like <laughs> Yeah. Yep. But anyway, 
trying to wrap Closing this up. On, um, on little fires everywhere. Closing thoughts. Right. So what did you guys take away from it? Being a mom is not easy. Mm. Yeah. At all. That's the top line for me too. Yeah, being yeah. a mom is not easy. America has been unfair. The <laughs> dawn of time and it continues to be things haven't changed in the last 20 plus years because i think even though this show was set and the book was set in the 90s i think it's very reflective of exactly what very sure and america is today so yeah yep agreed agreed and i, I just think it also talks about like um you know like motherhood takes a certain type of selflessness and i feel like if you don't necessarily like heal certain and things in your life before you become a parent it's like you could kind of project that on your kids or even not even like before like even because elena there were a lot of times where it's like elena just just you didn't you didn't have to say that you you could have done you could that better and stuff like that you can always grow and evolve like mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think maybe like it stresses the importance of being um like self-analytical when you are a mom because you're raising a whole human being if you are not responsible for like your words and actions you're messing up this whole person's life and she's gonna or he's gonna grow up to be a messed up person yeah right. who doesn't have a little childhood trauma to like you know right. make their personality pop yeah and i think it you know i do love the fact that it shows that we're all human beings we're not perfect and we're all going to be working on things but like try to fix the situation before it turns into a big fire Word. <laughs> so lady was in the fire truck talking about wow my kids really don't like me all of them. <laughs> literally had all these little fires everywhere and yeah. just didn't, didn't take care of anything and just let it become a big fire so yeah. So yeah, so it was a good show, and um, I mean, if they do have a season two, I'll be looking forward to it. But I think it's good the way it ended. Yeah. Yeah. Same. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. Um, and my name is Gigi. I'm Victoria. And I'm Mika. And this is a word of the day.